The European Union Occupational Pension Schemes Regulations 2021, known as the IORP 2 regulations, were signed into Irish law on the 22nd of April 2021. These regulations fully transpose the requirements of the European IORP 2 directive into Irish law. The IORP 2 regulations are set to change the landscape of how Irish occupational pension schemes are operated and governed. Hello, my name is Sarah McCaig and I'm a partner in the Pensions Group in Arthur Cox. In this audio briefing, I will be talking about some of the key documents that trustees of occupational pension schemes need to put in place to ensure IORP 2 compliance in accordance with the Pensions Authority's timeline. If you are listening to this briefing, you probably already know what an IORP is, but maybe to refresh your memory, it is an institution for occupational retirement provision, effectively the European term for pension scheme. That means that the IORP 2 regulations apply to all Irish pension schemes, including one-member arrangements, with some derogations, and master trusts. In fact, the Pensions Authority's expectations in relation to Master Trust compliance with IORP 2 are that they will be fully compliant by the 1st of July 2022, and that is probably a topic for a whole other audio briefing. For ordinary company pension schemes, including multi-employer group schemes, the Pensions Authority has indicated that it expects those schemes to be fully compliant with IORP 2 by 1 January 2023. That gives trustees of those schemes the full year of 2022 to make themselves compliant, and there is much to do. There is, of course, one large group of schemes outside of the regulations, and they are public sector pension arrangements, which are excluded from the application of IORP 2. Now, most trustees will already have prepared their conflict of interests policy and remuneration policy in respect of trustees during 2021 and completed their annual compliance statement as at 31 January 2022. Looking forward now, and on the basis that most scheme trustees meet quarterly, we have considered the requirements of IORP 2 and split up compliance into four manageable sections investment and custody, information and communication, internal audit and risk. There are plenty of ways of reaching compliance and each trustee board will need to consider what approach is best for them. Our proposed quarterly approach and the order in which trustees choose to look at each area are very much suggestions, but a quarterly approach is likely to be easier to manage and will avoid a year-end rush to compliance. Taking a look at each of our four suggested areas in turn. Firstly, our suggestion for quarter one of 2022 is to tackle investment and custody. Most schemes are going to have a statement of investment policy principles, or a SIP, already in place, and this will need to be updated to reflect the trustees' consideration of environmental, social and governance factors that's ESG factors to you and me, when making investment decisions. Separately, trustees should draft and adopt a statement of investment governance. The contents of this will be different depending on whether you are a trustee of a defined contribution or defined benefit scheme. 
During this quarter, you should potentially put in place a custody framework to the extent that you directly engage a custodian or a depository. And finally, we see that there are two key policies trustees should look to adopt in quarter one, and they are an outsourcing policy, which relates to key function holders and outsourced service providers, and a remuneration policy. That's separate to the trustee remuneration policy from 2021. Next to quarter two and information and communication. This would include a scheme administration procedure, which would include details of who is administering the scheme and how they are engaged. A member communication framework. This sets out how and when the trustees will communicate with members, bearing in mind that the new pension benefit statement will need to be issued to actives and deferreds by the 31st of December 2022. A data and information reporting framework. This should take into account any GDPR policies already put in place by the trustees back in 2018. A procedure for scheme management. And the main policy for quarter two is the conflict of interests policy. Again, separate to the trustee conflict of interest policy already in place in 2021. Next quarter three and looking at internal audit. The documents and processes to consider in this quarter include an internal control system. This is designed to ensure that the scheme is managed well in accordance with its rules and overriding legislation. So things to consider in an internal control system include requirements for authorization, approvals, reconciliation, staff training and performance reviews of service providers. A trustee composition, skills, knowledge and training framework. The trustees will have confirmed as part of the annual compliance statement as at the 31st of January 2022 that they satisfied the new fit and proper requirements. And this framework sets out how trustees will acquire a good mix of skills, knowledge and experience to ensure good governance of their scheme. And one of the big tasks for quarter three will be the selection and appointment of an internal audit key function holder. And hand in hand with that appointment, the main policy for quarter three is likely to be the internal audit policy. Finally, looking at risk in quarter four, trustees should consider risk processes generally. Where applicable, they should look at actuarial risk. That's one for the defined benefit schemes. A key consideration for quarter four will be the selection and appointment of a risk key function holder and aligned with that to put in place a risk management policy. In formulating this policy, trustees will need to include detail of how an own risk assessment or an aura will be prepared. An aura is effectively a process to identify and assess material risks that threaten achievement of the scheme's objectives. Although the good news is that trustees are not going to be required to carry out an own risk assessment until April 2024. Hopefully at that point, the risk aspects of IORP2 will have bedded down and we may even have more guidance from the Pensions Authority on how to prepare an aura. In addition, individual schemes may have further and additional processes and policies to consider depending on the nature of the scheme.
the Pensions Authority published the final version of their Code of Practice on IORP 2 for Trustees in November of last year. While it is not a legal document, it is a useful resource for trustees and sets out the minimum expectation of the authority in terms of compliance with the IORP 2 regulations. If you are looking to ensure that your scheme is IORP 2 compliant during 2022, it is well worth reading that document alongside the IORP 2 regulations as it contains some useful information. We have more information generally on this quarterly approach to IORP 2 compliance in our pensions team briefing, which is available online on the Arthur Cox website. I hope you found this audio briefing useful. If you would like further information on IORP2 in general, or any of the points mentioned in this briefing, please feel free to contact a member of the Arthur Cox Pensions team or your usual Arthur Cox contact. Thank you for listening. <laughs>